The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The Apostle said to the Lord, Increase our faith. The Lord replied, If you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you would say to this milberry tree, Be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it would obey you. Who among you would say to your servant, who has just come in from plowing and tending sheep in the field, Come here immediately and take your place at table? Would you not rather say to him, prepare something for me to eat, put on your apron and wait on me while I eat and drink. You may eat and drink when I am finished. Is he grateful to the servant because he did what was commanded? So should it be with you. When you have done all you have been commanded, say, we are unprofitable servants. We have done what we were obligated to do. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Let's say you were walking in the tropics somewhere in the woods, and all of a sudden you stepped in some quicksand and you couldn't get out. It's a slow sink, and the more you struggle, the more you sink in. Now you're up to your neck in quicksand and you only have moments left to your life. And at that moment, somebody walks in and, and, into the, and sees your head and your arms dangling in the air and they go to rescue you and they reach out their hand. What do you do at that moment? Do you insist on seeing identification? Do you want to find out what their uh, political preference is? <laughs> I don't think so. You're going to grab their hand and be rescued. Well, I say that because the Israelites found themselves in a very similar situation. The Babylonians came in and just destroyed this city and their temple, and they were taken off into exile. And there, they were about to be erased from human history. And at that moment, the Babylonians came to them and said, I guess your God isn't doing you any favors lately. seems like your God has abandoned you. He's not around anymore. Why don't you join us? Look at our gods. Our gods have blessed us. Look what we have. We have an empire. All the nations respect us. Look at our beautiful gardens, our magnificent buildings. Look at our educational system. Why don't you quit your God and join us? And at that moment, the Babylonians were reaching out to rescue the Israelites from extinction. And at that moment, the Israelites responded. Do you know what they said? No thanks. No thanks. We don't understand. Maybe God has abandoned us, it's true. But no matter how bad it gets, no matter how hopeless the situation, we will never, never give up on our God. And when they said that, no thanks, that was their finest moment, their greatest achievement to God. God knew from that moment that they had faith. I call that staying power. Staying power. Not the first time the Israelites exercised staying power. When they were in the desert for 40 years, they had no food, they had no water, no protection, no shelter. It did cross their mind. They thought about it a few times to go back into Egypt. 
In Egypt, they had houses. Now they have just junky little tents. In Egypt, they had beautiful gardens. There, they have just a wasteland. In Egypt, they had city life, urban living. There in the desert, they're wandering nomads. It crossed their mind. They could have gone back, left God. But they didn't. Because no matter how hard it is, no matter how difficult, no matter how hopeless the situation, they will never, never leave their God. Staying power. Remember when Jesus uh, called Peter, James, and John? They were fishermen. It said that they left their nets and their boat to follow the Lord. Now, you might not be very impressed. Ah, a bunch of old boats and a smelly old net. What's that? But actually, in, in Capernaum, they had two industries. The fishing industry and millstone factory. What would you want to do for the rest of your life? Chisel stones all day or go fishing? Now, if you weren't good at fishing, you were in bad luck because you were going to be chiseling the rest of your life. And the apostles, they, they gave up something really good. So then they became, they gave up everything to be disciples. And they followed the Lord as disciples. But they were really not that good at being disciples. <laughs> they were pretty bad at it. They put their foot in their mouth and they were always saying the wrong thing. They lacked faith. They, they didn't understand. They weren't living up to the standards of Jesus. They were so bad at it that Peter at one point turned to Jesus and says, Look, you know, we might not be good at this. But we did do one thing, right? We did do something, right? That's we left everything to follow you. Staying power. That's what they had. And that's exactly what Jesus means by the, 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 the faith the size of a mustard seed. A mustard seed is not impressive. It's not. Does it look like it does a whole lot? But what that little mustard seed does, see? gets in the ground and it spreads roots, right? It has a root system and it stays. It's not going to move. It's not going to budge. It's going to stay right there. That's faith. <laughs> Look at us. We're not good at this. <laughs> We're not great saints. None of us says, oh, this is easy. We're really good at this. Nobody here. I don't. No one. But what makes faith powerful to God is staying power. No matter how hard it is, no matter how difficult, no matter how hopeless the situation, no matter what skin or, or, or crises may come our way, you're never, ever going to leave the Lord. That's faith. 